This is a Brain Channel program. Visit us at uctv.tv brain to explore cutting-edge research, treatment options for conditions related to the nervous system, and the inner workings of the human mind. Greetings, Bill Mobley for the Institute for Empathy and Compassion here at UC San Diego. And this is another one of our uh, interesting opportunities to talk to very remarkable people in our series called Compassion Beyond Borders. Uh, I'm pleased to be joined today uh, by Robin Smith, who's a good friend and colleague and with whom we're working increasingly. And when I spoke with Robin about the interesting people that we should be talking to, people who whose lives really are so much a testimonial to the power of empathy and compassion, she brought up uh, the gentleman you see in front of you, Manny. So, Robin, uh, please uh, say hello to the folks and give us a little bit of an introduction. Thanks, Bill. I'm so excited to be here today and most of all to be able to introduce you to my good friend, Manny Ohm, who's just an incredible individual and really embodies a lot of the things that you're working on in the Institute. You know, he was born in Nigeria in a small town and at the age of nine, a good Samaritan gave him a pair of shoes. And for him, those shoes became a symbol of hope and it was a catalyst for him getting a basketball scholarship and and really being able to get into sports and then get the scholarship and have a career in tech in the tech industry. But to Manny, he just never forgot what that was like to be a, chil- a child in that homeland and, and how this Good Samaritan really encouraged him that he can have dreams and believe in those dreams. So 17 years ago, he and his wife, Tracy, founded the Samaritan's Feed International, which was a not-for-profit with the purpose of sharing this hope by washing the feet of children, giving them a new pair of shoes, and really encouraging them to pursue their dreams. And to date, he has given shoes, over 7.5 million pairs of shoes to children in 108 countries and over 420 U.S. cities. So while Manny's the proof that these shoes can really be a tangible gift of hope and life-changing, he himself is an incredible inspiration. It makes you just want to be a part of this, want to give to others, and really recognize that it's a small gesture, small giving can change a person's life completely. So with that, we are so happy to have you here today, Manning. Can you believe it's been 17 years? It's amazing. I mean, time flies. So tell us, you know, what does this feel like when you go into these villages with these shoes and, you know, these children who can't go to school? Tell us what that feels like. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Most people don't know this, uh, Robin and Bill. Over 1.5 billion people in the world are infected with diseases because many of them can't afford shoes. In Africa, look, over 300 million kids wake up every single day with no shoes on their feet. In the United States, there's over probably 13.35 million children that their family live in poverty, that their parents got to make a decision, can I buy shoes or do I buy other things so my kids can go to school? So, so for me to be able to walk into a village, just like many of these kids that grew up, you probably used to see on Discovery Channel, they used to sell water and stuff, things that used to be me. Now I get the chance to go to these places and see these kids with no hope. And we come into these villages and hundreds and thousands of them come together. We inspire them to dream. We encourage them. Many of them have diseases. Many of them have infection. Many of them have cuts that could lead to death sentence. But we get a chance to clean their feet and wash it and bandage their feet and treat them and put new shoes on them. And you should see the smile and the joy on these children's face. They look at you. Do I get to keep these shoes? I said, more than keep these shoes. 
You get the chance to go walk in your destiny. That I was one of those kids just like you that grew up with no hope and no shoes. And the missionary came to my life and inspired me to dream big dreams. And because of that one man, now over 7.5 million children around the world has been impacted. So there's power to generosity and compassion. What an inspiring story. So I'm thinking now back on uh, that experience you had as a little kid when they gave you those shoes must have been a very powerful time because you saw here was this person who's given me something. I haven't done anything, but I guess that person regards me as important enough to give me this gift. Well, big, bigger, than, bigger than that gift, um, you know, you know, because I grew up in a home where I used to wake up every day. I used to pray and say, God, give me zero, zero, one. You know what that means? It's OK for them to have breakfast or lunch, but at least give me supper so I can make it to the next day. I was a kid that was a street vendor selling water and soft drinks. I was supposed to go help my mom sell soft drinks that day that I didn't realize my life was about to change. I showed up at the park that day to go sell water, and I saw this group of missionaries teaching African children how to play basketball. And, and I saw them. They were having so much fun drilling and passing the ball. And, and I put my basket of water down. I want to join them. And, and these children shoot me away and say, go away. You, you, you can't, you're supposed to be selling your soft drinks and water. And, but they were having so much fun. And, and, and I saw when the ball go around the corner, so I quickly went and grabbed the ball, and I snuck in and joined them. We started dribbling and passing the ball and shooting the ball. And as we were having all this fun, and this missionary looked at all of us. It was a guy by the name of Dave from Wisconsin. We still remember Dave from Wisconsin. And, and he said, we're going to have a shooting competition. And he said, the price for the winner is going to be a new pair of shoes. Man, you should have seen the smile and the joy in every little kid's face. Pick me, pick me. I was one of the few that got picked that day. I never played basketball in my life. But the first shot I took that day went in. I ended up winning the competition. You should have seen the smile on my face. And, and as I was about to, this guy called me to the front and was going to present me in this new pair of shoes. And I was just grieving. Just the smile was so big. And, and, he, and he asked me, he, he said, what's your name? And I told him, and he, and he gave me these shoes. And, and as I was about to take off, he grabbed me by my shoulder. He said, son, just because all you see around you is poverty doesn't mean you can't do great things. He said, there's still hope and there's still aspiration. Keep dreaming and keep believing in big things. And, and I remember right after he was speaking, I took off. I ran so fast. You know, Rob and I got home and my mom looked at me and said, son, where's my water? I said, mama, check out my shoes. And she was so happy for me. And, and then she said, son, you better go bring my water back. And, and I will still remember that became a defining moment in my life. And basketball became my, my escape because my home life was very difficult because of some of the choices my father was involved in. So every time the things would get home, tight at home, I ran to the basketball court. And I started playing and started getting better. And eventually I told my coach, I said, man, coach, one day I want to go to America to go study. And he looked at me and he smiled. He said, you are too small. You're not very tall. You're not very big. But you have a drive. I'm going to help you. So he gave me some names of schools in the United States. And I ended up writing a letter, and, a, and, 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 and he gave me a letter of recommendation. I ended up getting five scholarship offers, and I didn't know much about this country. So I said, well, I picked this school with the best-looking brochure. And I looked at it, because I've heard about New York, i heard about Los Angeles, and I've heard about Houston, Texas. So I said, well, I don't know any. So this school with the best-looking brochure was the University of North Dakota in Lake Region. And I, and I know you probably don't know where North Dakota is. That's the coldest place in the entire world. <laughs> it was crazy. I showed up in North Dakota. I said, oh, man, what have I done wrong? And, uh, but it became the best decision I made because I ended up meeting my bride, pursuing my education. But when my father passed away, 
and I had to go back to bury my dad. And I remember walking to our home and I forgot how poor I really was. And I, it was so bad, Robin, I couldn't even use the bathroom in my house. I had to go across the street to the park where I used to sell water. And as I came out of that building, I saw all these children on this park, many of them with no shoes and many of them with no hope. And I remember how I felt when that missionary gave me my peers. She said, what if I can start coming back to help children just like this? And that's when the dream seed got planted. It took us about another five years. But eventually we started this organization called Samaritan's Feet. We division to go put shoes in the feet of 10 million people. And people thought I was crazy. And eventually you see what's happened. Now we're now serving kids all over the world. We're now manufacturing our own shoes. And it's just been amazing what's transpired because one person began that journey of generosity. All of this empathy, compassion, giving, what is Manny's brain? Tell us. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's kind of a scary. I wonder what's going on inside of that sometimes because I'm always thinking about what else can we do to help live and make this world better? How can we help walk alongside the people to help ensure that they're walking in their purpose? How can we ensure that the life that they live every single day is to be a life of significance versus just chasing success? So every day I look at my life, I say, how can I come alongside corporation? How can I come alongside individual? How can I come alongside professional leaders, professional sports players? How can I come alongside leaders of countries and leaders of governments to say, what can we do to bring unity? What can we do to come back and bring people together that otherwise we want to do things together? And it's amazing what we've done. So, so, so my little brain that thought I was going to use this little charity to provide shoes to help prevent diseases and provide opportunity to go to school. Robin, I never knew in my wildest dream that this brain will help activate an idea to serve as a platform for peace building and reconciliation. I remember when there were civil wars in places like Rwanda and Burundi and in Zimbabwe and working with some of those leaders of those countries and creating a, a, a major initiative called Shoes for National Healing, where people that used to hurt each other and kill each other, we wash each other's feet and they'll put on shoes on each other and ask themselves that I want to live in peace. And every time I look at this shoe, it will become a symbol that I'm a symbol of hope that I wouldn't hurt somebody else. So my brain was wired to try and figure out how do we bring other and peace and love and compassion out of chaos? So how do we activate major corporations to use our platform as a vehicle to help serve their community? How do we provide a way for servant leaders to come together to be able to love and show compassion to those that they work with and those they don't even know? So it's amazing. My brain, I'm always wondering, how do we build this next infrastructure now that we're going to serve 10 million kids? How do we create a world with zero shoeless children? How do we create a world shoe to eradicate foodborne diseases in our lifetime? So that's the way my brain works. I'm always thinking about how do we create the path forward to help change the world? What a great set of thoughts to have. You know, my, my sense is that we have to begin by seeing in those kids, those people who are less, you know, well off than we are, that really we're like them. They're really like us in so many ways. Wherever we started out, truthfully, whatever we see in front of us, the community may be rich or poor, maybe happy or sad, but really we're there and they're like us and we're like them. And if we, if we can see that, then I think we can see that we have every reason to listen to the, what they're saying to us. You know, we, we have a reason to understand how they live their lives and, and what's there and what's not there. And, and then that's empathy. We can identify with that. We can sort of resonate with that. We'd say, gee, how would I feel if I was a little kid in Uganda and I didn't have any shoes and I was hungry and I ate once a day 
my mom and dad were working so hard, but they they couldn't get me shoes. But but now I I'm I'm watching that right, and I've got an extra pair of shoes. Well, I'd feel very compelled to give away those shoes, and if I did that, I can tell you from brain studies that compassion, which that would be, actually is its own reward. Being compassionate towards someone else is rewarding to the person who gives that gift. And then, of course, if you get the gift, now you're gratitude. You have gratitude, and, and gratitude rewards the giver of gratitude. It's a very powerful thing. I mean, what you're saying is, how can one little boy with one pair of shoes be multiplied to seven and a half millions pairs of shoes in a very short time? And the answer is empathy, compassion, and gratitude. And that's in your brain. And what a wonderful thing it is to see this work so well. And to think it all began with Dave from Wisconsin. It began with one person in your life, didn't it? Well, it's every, every, every great thing is a very, very popular Chinese proverb. You know, in a journey of a thousand miles begins with one single step. Just a journey of compassion begins with your yes. Uh, the yes to, to not look beyond somebody that's in need and, and understand that you were placed here for something bigger, more than just yourself. Uh, I just always wonder what would it be like if we didn't go to places like Ethiopia, where they have over 4 million people with podoconiosis and non-filarial type of elephantiasis that we can cure the disease by just providing them shoes. And you should see some of these people. I mean, imagine looking at kids and parents that have elephantiasis and you come, you get the chance to pick up their feet and wash it and treat them. And they're weeping. I remember going to a leper colony once and they couldn't believe that we were holding them and cleaning their feet. And, and we were crying. They were crying. It was doing more for us than it was doing for them because, because they couldn't believe they felt like they were so impure and we were touching them. And, and, and one of my dearest friends who was actually uh, the former uh, uh, CMO for, for General Motors, I still remember telling, telling him this story. He went to Dominican Republic once and, and it was the last act of compassion they were going to do before they left the country. And then they took him to this leper colony. And I remember he said, he sat before this young man and, 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 and he said, I want to serve you today. So what do you mean? He said, I want to wash your feet. And this man started weeping and said, you're going to wash my feet? So nobody even wants to be around me. And he said that day he realized he was put here. That man was put there to change his life, to remind him only by the grace of God. Do I have who I am, but you look at yourself and, and you are touching me and you are serving me and you're inspiring me and you're encouraging me. He said from that day, he said, I'm going to live my life every single day to help make this world better than I found it because I have so much to be grateful and thankful for. And that's what we do. I tell people all the time that we are hope dealers. We deal hope. If we can ignite passion and encouragement and inspiration in your heart to figure out what a pain in the world is and you go do something about it, it only does something great for us, but it helps you become a catalyst to help transform and change this world. And that's the power of compassion because you can pay love forward and help inspire people to go do the same. And that's the beauty. Even though we've served over seven and a half million but it's what the seven and a half million people has impacted. That's now become a trifecta of people all across the globe. People starting charities because we came a long time ago to wash their feet and inspire them to dream big dreams. Uh, the power of love can change the world. Beautiful. 
Manny, I'm wondering where things go from here for you. What are your, what's next for Manny? You know, I mean, uh, we, we, we are actually right now in the middle of, uh, of transitioning from our from a Samaritan 1.1, since I'm a former technology guy, to our Samaritan 2.0. As we are looking at the next phase of the development of our world shoe, we actually invented one of the first of its kind of world shoe that has an active antimicrobial that's biodegradable so we don't become a nuisance in the world by filling landfills with discarded shoes. But we want to be able to actually take the next generation of this that actually can be rechargeable. So when, after the, when the potency of the stuff in the shoes start wearing out, you can actually go to some of this recharge station and dip them into chlorine to recharge this property. So we want to be able to do that and create micro-manufacturing of these shoes in some of these developing countries. So we, we need friends and partners that can help us make that possible. We don't want to be able to help, really help lead a charge to truly see a world one day where there will be zero shoeless children, where there truly will be a world where foodborne-related illnesses and diseases doesn't hinder kids from going to school and pursuing their dreams. We want to establish one of our first global institutes for servant leadership so we can actually help children, adults, walk along the path to figure out what their purpose is and help kind of give them a blueprint to go live out that dream and that passion. We're in the process of actually establishing one of its kind in our, in our part of the world called our Shuseum, where we can actually walk people through a place where they've never maybe been to Ethiopia or, or Sudan or somewhere like in Colombia, the jungles are there, but you can actually walk through a mark of that and see how people live in poverty and have empathy and compassion. Say, what can I do to help make the world better for this? And, and then build a bigger uh, uh, you know, place where Volunteers can come and help us process shoes and prepare shoes so we can serve not just a million, but millions of people every single year. So, so at the end of the day, uh, we, we want to be able to actually um, galvanize and, and, and mobilize people globally to be able to be part of this movement that not just provides shoes for kids, but activate and inspire hope in the lives of kids so we can have access to education and be able to go lead a fulfilling life that hopefully one day they'll become a world changer. It's wonderful. I'm, you know, we, the Institute has a chance to really collaborate with people all over the world. So I'm, I'm thinking that if there's something that we could do together to help uh, shoe the world, if you will. Man, that would be let powerful. Us, let us, let's hear about that and let's think about it. I, I just think the idea that a single person makes a contribution and that that contribution is like a drop of water in a pool it spreads out through the whole pool in a way that is just phenomenal. And, and what you're doing, Manny, is, is really a gift. I'm struck by the image of washing people's feet because, of course, some of us have a religion that has focused on that very powerful symbolism. And uh, it, it, it really is powerful. And, and, and so you're washing those feet and you're putting shoes on those feet and those feet are walking toward hope. Hmm. And that's a wonderful thing. And I just thank you so much for your great work. Oh, thank you so much, Bill. I, I'm, I'm so grateful. I get, I get the opportunity to do this. Uh, because of amazing friends like like Robin Smith. That, I mean, I, I, I brag about her all the time that she's one of the smartest, most compassionate, loving people I know. She's an amazing door opener uh, because she also knows that she's been placed in this world to help lead this world better. And uh, you, if anybody don't know Robin Smith, you've got to meet Robin Smith because she's a transformer. And I'm humbled that she got me connected to the Institute. And I hope we can come together to do something 
to create a world with zero shoeless children. Uh, so I'm excited about the prospect of this. I love it. Robin, I'm going to give you the last word. Oh, I just really, this is just incredible. Every time I hear this story, I just, I beam. I mean, it's just, it's so inspiring. It really just makes you want to do more and, and be a part of this. So I thank you both for spending this time together and, you know, sharing the story. And, um, you know, hopefully we can think of great ways that we can help be catalysts to one another to, to as you said, change the world and make it a, every, every child be able to have shoes so they can go to school and, and be healthy. Oh, thanks, Robin. What a, what, a, what, a, what a blessing, what a privilege. And thank you for allowing me to be a part and, and look forward to doing great things together. And thanks, Manny and Robin. And so for the Institute for Empathy and Compassion, uh, Bill Mobley signing off and uh, hopeful, hopeful we'll see you again on another program in the very near future.